nothing is ever uh, black and white. Except for a cow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. Why did I step into that so hard? Hi, I'm Robin. And I'm Eric. And this is Do We Like? The podcast where we debate the pros and cons of popular people, places, and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them. And we're back with you this week with another full debate round. Full debate time, baby. Woohoo. Um, and so we're coming off a lightning round with our guest judges, our first time having two guest judges. Yes. Uh, and they were Zach and Lexi, the hosts of the Radder Sad podcast. Yes, the younger versions of ourselves. <laughs> Sorry, Zach, about the hair. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're a lovely dynamic duo, and they brought some very interesting topics for us to debate last week, so you should definitely go listen if you haven't yet. But those topics, to recap, were water parks. All denim outfits. Yeah, and the mini food courts inside retail and grocery stores. Yeah, there were some pretty good, like, out-of-the-box topics. I really liked them. Yeah, I was actually surprised the debate around water parks. I thought it was just a given that they were great, but I guess I was very wrong. So you do, in fact, like water parks. Water parks are great. (laughs) (laughs) It was surprising that the topic had to be brought up at all. Interesting. I guess I have mixed feelings on water parks, so. Yeah. yeah. Like, I will go to them if people (laughs) suggest, like, hey, let's go to a water park. I'm like, sure, but uh, they've always seemed a little, I don't know, unsafe and unhygienic to me they're not unsafe they're on the brink of they're the they're the perfect line between danger and excitement and i feel like i've like screwed up my back on a water slide before like gotten some like rug burn (laughs) scabs like you know yeah i always get my knees chuffed up yeah yeah that's not always looking like ground beef (laughs) (laughs) that's the water park promise (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) what were the other topics uh the all denim outfits you were pretty anti all denim outfits because i had to be right but also eh. i mean if it's all blue denim that's a problem I feel like even if it's all blue denim, it's fine if it's not all light blue denim. <laughs> well, you don't want acid wash blue denim top, bottom, and hat. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, dark blue. That's if, fine. If you're wearing all dark blue denim from top to bottom, you, you look so weird. I think it would all blend together. You wouldn't be able to see the seams. So you'd look like one big pant. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like there, pulling there your is, jeans up to your neck. There's an anime character who is that, and I'm yes. going to have to show them to you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I look forward to meeting them. Yes. And uh, the last one was the food courts. Yes. Unfortunately, we have not taken you to a Costco to uh, live in the wonder that is the $1.50 hot dog and soda. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel really worth it. Um, I feel at it, this... it would be worth it. It's $1.50. Right now, in the middle of a pandemic, while we are doing very poorly in terms of vaccination numbers here. In Canada, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem worth it. Fine. You can get vaccinated with a hot dog. Just put the needle right in the hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Just hide the needle in the hot dog. And bingo, bingo. (laughs) That's twofer. (laughs) I feel like needles and hot dogs are one of the reasons I'm hesitant to eat at these places (laughs) in the first place. Please. We'll get you to Costco and we'll get me to an Ikea. I've not had, I've not been to an Ikea to even be near the meatballs that I hear are so good. Uh, I haven't had the meatballs (gasps) either. Oh. Yeah. But I've been in Ikea once, I think. Did you get lost? Uh, No, I don't. I was with other people. I feel like I was too young to appreciate the Ikea. Like Mm. I wasn't at the point in my life where I'm buying 
like home goods or anything yeah. like that. So I was just kind of like along for the trip. Oh. And so it's just following the other people around the Akia and being like, this is a strange place. Everything's <laughs> got some interesting names. Interesting angles and names. Yeah, I've never been to one. I don't need, I didn't need dorm furniture or like new apartment furniture. I would just get hand-me-downs. And we don't have one here in our yes. uh, current city. Uh, we have, is it Yisk? Yes. Yeah. And that is not Bed, the same. Bath and Beyond. It just has a, a different name like Ikea, but it's not the same. But it, it does have like that build your own furniture. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. True. Like really cheap, dorm friendly, build your own furniture. Mm. That's where I would go for it here. That or Walmart, I guess. Before Zeller's closed. Oh, R.I.P. Zeller's. <laughs> and you can go to the Zeller's restaurant, which I mentioned. <laughs> that was a whole restaurant, though. Yeah, that was wild. That was next level Canadian stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's a sit-down restaurant <laughs> where someone yeah. waits on you in a Zeller's. Exactly. <laughs> so silly. It smelled really good, though. For some reason, whenever I think of it, I think of the nostalgia of going yeah. into the mall and going into the Zeller's <laughs> and like smelling the restaurant. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I ate there. You just get some nice, like the gravy always smells good. Yes. It's just salt water. Exactly. <laughs> salt meat water. And it's good. So nostalgic. <laughs> yes, lots of nostalgia in that topic as well. But now it's time for us to move on to a new topic. Yes, we're moving on to a new topic. Well, at the end of the last episode, actually halfway through the last episode, you won. <laughs> Woo, I won, I won. <laughs> so we will be picking a new topic and you'll be picking your side, but let's get a new topic. Okay. If you want to hold the hat out. Dee -lee -lee -lee. The and I got this piece of paper here, and our topic today is milk. 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 You got milk, Eric? Always. Okay, well, let's, before we start, let's clarify for everyone. Um, we're talking specifically about cow milk. Yes. Or animal milk. Sure. Animal milk. Sure. So not the stuff we're calling milk that is an alternative to yes, milk. Exactly. Okay. We'll go with animal milk. Okay, so what are your initial feelings on animal milk, Eric? I don't like it. No? Uh, well, just like milk by itself, my experience with it is mainly cow milk, actually exclusively cow milk, um, but I don't like drinking a glass of milk. That's gross. Chocolate milk, sure. But cow milk or just regular white milk, no thank you. Interesting. Has it always been that way? Yeah. Kind of like I know you like you. I feel like as a kid, you just have to drink milk every now and then. Like your parents just here's a glass of milk and it's weird, but you got to do it. And then there was never like a ritual like I have milk with dinner or I have milk and cookies. It was just right. like here's a glass of milk that shows up randomly through the day. But then in my head, I always got freaked out of like if the milk was left out for any amount of time, like in a glass, if that glass was sitting there for like a minute, then I'm not drinking that milk. Oh, interesting. It cannot stand out. It goes in the glass, goes in me, and it's gone. <laughs> and I chug, <laughs> I chug it all at once because I just don't want standing milk. Blech. Oh. Mm -mm. What a weird uh, <laughs> hang up on milk. It's not a hang up. I want I don't fresh, know what to call it. fresh you know what milk I mean. out of yeah. the carton. Fair. Cold, natural milk. It's naturally cold. How about you? So I had, I did not, you know how like some people have like health food parents or strict parents who yes. don't like keep stuff in the house. Uh, my parents were not those parents <laughs> and they liked junk food as much as I did and they always kept it around. So I never really had a reason to drink just like normal white milk because there was always chocolate milk. There was always like we always had one of those big four liter jugs Ooh. of chocolate milk in the fridge. So like yeah. I would just drink that, right? <laughs> like why, why would you not? Um so, like, normal milk was reserved for, like, cereal. Yes, that's where I would have it, and that's yeah. fine. 
But you're tasting the cereal at that point. Yeah, exactly, because now it's full of sugar. Were you one to drink the cereal milk afterwards? Yeah, most of the time I just didn't like to waste it. I did not. I would, oh, really? I would spoon it. Sometimes if it had all like a lot of flavor, if I wasn't eating Cheerios, if I was eating something sugary, um, then I would spoon it into my mouth, but I would not like drink the bowl because that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I had a lot of weird <laughs> hanging up with food as a kid. Yeah, apparently. Yes, but to your chocolate milk thing, uh, I had four. This is, goes back to me having four older brothers, and we were not able to have anything in the house <laughs> of large quantities or else it would be gone in a day. Right. You spend $5 on a four-liter bottle of milk, chocolate milk, and it would be gone in an hour. So that was not able to happen at our house, unfortunately, because chocolate milk is good. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I was an only child, so it was only me. It's all yours. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) But I mean, I still probably went through it pretty quickly. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't mind it. Um, Though I, uh, in my early 20s, I think, I suddenly became lactose intolerant. (gasps) A twist. Yeah, right. Um, it's like in my like late teens or early 20s, I suddenly became lactose intolerant. Um, it happened gradually. It was really strange. First, it started with I couldn't eat ice cream. Oh, and that's the, uh, worst. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hardest part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without getting like extraordinarily sick to my stomach. Mm. Um, and then I couldn't drink like 2% milk, which is what I would normally have in the house. And then I would keep going down like I started drinking 1% and that was fine until it wasn't. And then skim milk was fine until it wasn't. (laughs) And then I just had to give up. Oh, that's hard. Uh, Yeah. So for most of my like adult life, I haven't been drinking animal milk. Intriguing. Yeah. That brings up a question though. Um, For this debate, are we including things made from animal milk, butter, ice cream, cheese, etc. I feel like we should limit it just to liquid milk. Okay. Yeah. Like it just (laughs) in its like drinkable form. Okay. Yeah. Can do. There are many variants of drinkable milk as well. So that's good. Uh, Thank you for answering the question. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that helps because it's like, yeah, there's like milk is used in a lot of things. Yep. Like it's used to make ice cream and stuff like that, which is delicious. But we're not debating ice cream. It's true. We're we already know ice cream's the, good. The merits of milk, yeah. Fair. Uh, on its own, has to stand on its own two feet and prove itself. Yes. Well, what side will you be picking as the winner of last week's episode? What side will you be picking? Oh, right. That's what I get to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I just rub it in my face, why don't you? Who, oh. me? <laughs> why? I never. <laughs> um. Let's see. I think I'm going to force you to be pro milk. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm going to be con milk, uh, <laughs> just because I don't have as strong feelings either way. All right. And so it's my opportunity to torture you a little bit. Whatever. I take up this challenge as always as a tool of debate. I take up the challenge, and I will be pro milk. Okay. And you will be con milk, and we will go do our research. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's hit it. And we're back. (laughs) I ran into the room. (laughs) So if you notice me out of breath, that's why. (laughs) Not because I went up one set of stairs. Sure. Hello, Robin. Hello, Eric. How was your research? Um, Yeah, I think it went pretty good. Good. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Mine went equally as good, if not better. Oh, I'm sure. Really? 
I, I just feel it <laughs> equally, if not better. Well, that's great to hear. Good. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. This is a supportive environment. Do we like? This is how we do it. This is how we like it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the catchphrase. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I love Coat it. up with stuff on the fly. Front of the shirt, this is how we do it. Front of the back, this is how we like it. <laughs> Ooh, new merch ideas. Yeah. All right. Now that we have the merch out of the way, our new merch section. <laughs> are you ready to debate? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Since you are since you won last one and picked our sides, I get to pick who goes first and who finishes it up. And you are going first. Ooh, <laughs> okay. As per usual. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good with that. Shall we start the debate? Yeah, let's get down to business. Ooh-wee, let's go. All right, well, I'm going to start with the really obvious uh, argument against milk, and that is the environment. Uh, meat and dairy release more greenhouse gases than any other type of food production. Um, dairy cows and their manure create greenhouse gas emissions, which contribute heavily to climate change. And the poor handling of uh, fertilizers and manure um, also causes degradation to local water resources. So in other words, too much cows equals too much cow stink in the air and too much cow poo in the water. Is drinking worth or drinking milk worth the heat death of the world and drinking poop water? <laughs> no, it is not. And there's approximately 270 million dairy cows in the world. So if you think, hey, I don't live next to any cows, you're still getting poop cow water. You're still getting poop cow air. It's not great. Let's just stop doing it. Well, as the the we'll stick to the slogan heard around the world, milk does a body good. It's got all the nutrients you need, especially as you grow, aka before you, Robin, became lactose intolerant. One eight ounce glass has eight grams of protein, three hundred milligrams of calcium, and vitamin B twelve and potassium, vitamin D to help absorb that calcium. That means in one glass of milk, you got the vitamins and minerals from an egg, a banana, and the sun. So as my tip to you, as you chug down that glass of milk before it touches the air, remember what you're chugging, the creamy white freshness of a banana's eggs and the sun in a single, single glass of low-fat milk. And to update this catchphrase, because I feel does a body good is pretty old. So I, throughout this debate, I'll be trying to update the catchphrase. My new catchphrase instead of does a body good is take a sipple of that all natural nipple ripple to avoid brittle little bones and teeth. <laughs> well, that's quite the, the rhyme you. you got going on there. Well, I'll just counter that and basically say, while plant milk might not have the same like nutrition profile naturally, many companies are already like adding those things to their products, extra calcium, extra vitamins, extra protein. So you don't have to miss out on any of the supposed health benefits of milk, but you can still help with the environment. But that aside, milk isn't actually all that good for you. Um, one, the excess calcium can cause prostate cancer. It has been linked to acne, eczema, and rosacea um, because of the hormones in it, and it causes hormonal fluctuations. This has also been linked to maybe like cancers. Yeah, and basically studies have shown that all of the benefits are kind of just pushed by the dairy 
people themselves, and there's not a whole lot of scientific Too basis. Too Well, we don't have time for your science here because there is no alternative to milk. <laughs> there are just there are too many things called milk that just aren't milk. This isn't about semantics, but rather about using proper descriptors for the liquid you're swigging. Plant-based milks do have the creamy-ish texture and can be used in cereal drinking and baking, which is great. It really is. But calling it milk is borderline false advertising. The debate we're having is on milk, and there's no alternative. It's a one-of-a-kind thing that helps you grow big and strong. And if locally sourced through moral means, it could be a very healthy, delicious choice to round out your diet. Not only that, the nutrients added to all those alternative milks are just that added. It's the same as taking a multivitamin. They don't have the same as the natural milk. And here's the new slogan for this. The cream of your dreams. <laughs> Call it dream cream for short. That's milk of the future. The cream of your dreams. Enjoy it. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> milk. Brilliant. Okay. So, you know, and I'm just going to take the opposite route and say, you know, there's some better milk alternatives out there. Uh, great plant-based solutions um, that reduce land use and greenhouse emissions exponentially um, by around 50%, actually. Uh, you just got to make sure you're using ethical, water-friendly crops like oats or peas. Pea milk is actually really delicious and really creamy, perhaps even creamier than normal milk somehow. I had chocolate pea milk once and it was like drinking a milkshake and I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Anyways, once you get over yourself and your semantic <laughs> arguments, they are just as delicious, come in just as much of a variety of flavors, and can be used for absolutely everything milk can, which is why we call them milks and milk substitutes. But, you know, more importantly, what the hell are you actually using milk for? Nothing, because you do nothing. You put it in your cereal and maybe in your coffee. What the hell are you actually making? Nothing. You're not a chef. Quit complaining. <laughs> What's this personal check? <laughs> Jeepers. I was just about to get to everyone's favorite part of my debates about food, the list of recipes. You can do so much with milk that alternatives just don't have the thickness to match. And pea milk, I hope it's spelled P-E-A, not P-E. <laughs> Anyways, uh, top of the list, hot milk cake. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. Then a lot of creamy soups, potato soup, broccoli overlad soup, cream of crab soup, spinach soup, and cream of broccoli soup, your favorite. And there's also many drinks that a uh, nice cow milk, a nice squirt of the cow milk does it good. Like white Russians, hot cocoa, eggnog, uh, that thing where you... <laughs> That thing where you dare someone to put milk in their mouth and then take a shot of liquor so it curdles in their in their mouth. <laughs> you couldn't do that prank with any other milk than cow milk. Also, it's in so much baking. Come on. It's a great tool to get you where you want to go. New milk slogan. If you don't like that slush and put it nope, in hot milk cake milk. Anyways, no, but my uh, argument wasn't a personal attack on you. It's a personal <laughs> attack on everybody who isn't a chef. You're not that woman who uses a bajillion pounds of butter and everything and might be vaguely racist. I can't remember name. Uh, you know, you're just some person sitting in your house who uses milk maybe to put in your cereal or your coffee. And that's it. And we have alternatives that work perfectly fine for that. And they work perfectly fine in baking, too. But the other thing, and this has surprised me most about my research, is that, oh, my God, 70 5% of people in the world are lactose intolerant. Why are we still drinking this shit? Does this not suggest that as a species, we are not supposed to be drinking other animal milk because like most of us can't like like stomach it and tolerate, tolerate it enough. If people had this much of a negative reaction to anything else, we would still not be debating whether or not it is good or not. Surely. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'm almost out of time. Wild up. 
Yeah, because it's ridiculous. 75% of people. I don't know where that fact came from, but here you go. As an alternative that, oh, the things you can milk, let's talk about real alternatives to cow milk, other animals. Goat, easy to digest, their milk, and plenty of nutrients. Also, they do yoga, so they're getting healthy milk. <laughs> Camel milk, closest to human in terms of immunity boosting, and it's more digestible than cow milk. There you go. Other animals have more digestible milk. Drink that instead. I knew that hump was good for something. That's not where they store the milk. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo milk, nutty flavor when boiled. Count me in. Goodbye, almond milk. <laughs> I got buffalo milk. Also, it's fattier, so it's good for all the milk-based products we're not talking about in this debate. Sheep, better than goats, and it's a growing market. Yum, yum. Get the sheep around to get that milk from them. And a new milk slogan. This one's a, a bit of a heady one. It's a question. If you could milk yourself, would you drink it? <laughs> It gets you thinking about milk and gets it on the mind. Exactly. Would you? No, you wouldn't. Okay, you know, my last point was going to be that it doesn't even taste that good, right? But, like, I got to really finish off point four about this lactose intolerant shit because it's like, okay, Europeans, only 9% of people with European ancestry are, like, lactose intolerant uh, compared to the rest of the world. So apparently all that means is that we have a genetic mutation from sucking on cow titties <laughs> historically but that doesn't mean that it was fit for human consumption all that means is and like i'm not one to kink shame but it just means that we had ancestors with some wild deviant behavior and we decided to normalize it and be like you know what's good that titty juice no 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 one else does this no other species does this it's wild we have our own titty juice if you want to drink titty juice drink that shit and you're like no that's gross that's weird how is this any less weird it is not <laughs> the end gross well let me take a background to showing how milk is the friend that was always there for you and you never appreciated what is the thing elevating your cereal out of the bowl milk what is the product catching all the cereal flavor that you can drink afterwards milk uh what is the dream mixing <laughs> with chocolate so well <laughs> it's almost heaven milk who is the first openly gay elected official in the history of California? <laughs> milk. Oh, that was Harvey Milk. My mistake. My research got a little mixed up there. Uh, who let you? Who won't let you down? Milk. Who turns that frown upside down with good, strong teeth? Milk. Who makes you big and strong? Milk. It's the friend you didn't know you needed. And this slogan is a bit of a long one, but it, it, I think it's the, <laughs> it's the winner. Uh, new milk slogan, if you take milk's glasses off and let down his hair, you got yourself a surprise glass of sexy chocolate milk. <laughs> that is a, makes the least sense. <laughs> Drink it up. End of debate. Okay. Whew. That one went places. All higgledy-piggledy. Here, hither and thither, the milk debate heading around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Okay. So... Let's debrief. How did you feel about your research? Did it change your mind on milk at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will take back that answer. I'm sure you can guess from how my points uh, went in their, <laughs> in their very directions mm -hmm. and uh, tenacities, how my research went. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know, like I didn't have strong opinions to begin with, like I said. Mm -hmm. Um the one thing that really stood out for me that made me feel ambivalent was um, the the health benefits of milk. Because I was reading some articles that were saying, 
oh, it's hard to substitute and it can't be compared. And then other ones being like, oh, this is just, you know, it's not very good science that's being pushed by the dairy industry itself. Yeah. And then I saw the statistic that was like, most people can't drink milk. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, that just really made me mad. I don't know. I can tell. That one really kind of pushed me <laughs> over the edge of being like, I think I might actually believe in my side now. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And I could hear it as well in your debate. <laughs> you went, there's more people like me. <laughs> it's actually the majority, not the minority. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that statistic come from? It came from a couple of places. Okay. Um, yeah, I kept on seeing it over and over again, basically, in every article that I had read from, like, the BBC to the WWF, not the wrestlers. Oh, man. I want the Triple H's opinion on milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, and then it was, like, basically, uh, especially in regards to scientists who didn't believe that milk had many health benefits, they like to point out that there is entire, you know, cultures and societies out there who do not drink milk and they are doing just fine in terms of like bone density and calcium yeah. and growth and stuff uh, like that. And that's often where the statistic came up in. That's pretty crazy. I never knew that. Yeah. I got stuck in my research. I got stuck on the almond water use versus cow water use. Right. And that's where I spent too much time looking up and seeing people cherry picking uh, data for mm -hmm. both sides and having it be very confusing. Yes. Neither are good. No. No. Yeah. The people backing almonds were like a little backing almost too hard and like ignoring all the actual alternatives that are good for the environment and not just like, it's not almonds. Yeah, it's like in the hierarchy, I think pea is the best and oat is the second best in terms of water usage and stuff Ooh. like that. They're not very water intensive crops. Wait, I have a joke now. Ooh. <laughs> the people that were backing almonds were saying, not almonds. Oh, God. <laughs> That's basically how they sounded. <laughs> They're just like, there's other things worse than almonds for yeah. water. <laughs> it's like, no, almonds are still bad anyways. But for milk, I mean, there really <laughs> isn't a strong argument for it when there are such alternatives other than like being able to get stuff locally. Yeah, that's true. Because like all the alternatives using all these processes to get whatever proteins and stuff out of yeah. vegetables, however complicated that is and where that's actually happening and who that's affecting is unknown to me. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, one of the articles I read talked about how places like I believe it was Ireland maybe Northern Ireland specifically was able to get down the like uh, emissions on their cattle down by 30% just by practicing more sustainable yeah, forms of caring for their cows. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of options. Nothing is ever black and white. Except for a cow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Why did I step into that so hard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bush home run. <laughs> yeah, but just, I don't know. For me, my big hang up was 75% of people can't do this. Mm -hmm. it, like the the mutation is being able to do it. And <laughs> that makes me think that we don't really need it. And then once you get past you don't really need it, then is it like, is it really that good? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. So I don't like like plain milk and then chocolate milk. That's a lot easier to get in alternatives mm -hmm. because you're like 
just tasting chocolate anyways. So it's really just the texture that you're not getting yeah, exactly. at worst. I mean, milk does make good things, but I feel like we're getting better at it's getting that closer. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the main thing is like all the products that milk makes. Yeah. People love. <laughs> I do love me cheese. Yep. And ice cream and then all the uh, baking with yeah. it. The alternatives are doing well for baking though. Yeah. Exactly. I like I mean, I made a cheese sauce with oat milk. And besides the fact that I forgot it was vanilla oat right. milk and it made for a really like funky smelling macaroni and cheese, yeah. like it worked just the same in terms of thickening and everything like that. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That smell was weird. I forgot how like the amount of vanilla in vanilla oat milk is way more than you think. When yeah. You, when you Once you bake stuff. it. Yeah. It was nuts. Once you put it in a sauce and then bake it, you're like, wow. <laughs> like this mac and cheese smells like vanilla for some reason. Like a cookie. Yeah. It just smells sweet and like a cake and I don't like it, but I'll eat it anyways. It was a very it. strange experience. Yeah. But that's what you get from the fun alternatives to milk. Wee. <laughs> what an adventure. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any other questions about your your argument. You want any clarity on the slogans? Anyone no, anyone no, stand out the, to you for best? The slogans were fine. <laughs> Which was the best? Um, I think the first one because it rhymed really caught my attention. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that again. <laughs> like that one was really impressive. Thank you. I felt like you started off maybe like too strong. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> But what are your what are your takes on like the health benefits of milk? Like, because I said I was really torn on whether or not like is are is it actually like is it actually providing something that children specifically need and can't get elsewhere? Do you think, or do you think it's kind of been blown out of proportion by the dairy industry? I don't know. It feels <laughs> like that feels sort of conspiracy theorist of me. No, I don't think so because they're like thinking of the topic while researching there is just like a dairy industry that has ads for dairy itself and not a particular brand they just want you to drink dairy because they need to sell their product yeah and that's weird it's like the tobacco industry working together (laughs) yeah um but like i don't think there's anything special about milk that you can't get elsewhere that's the the big thing right you can get calcium from things i'm sure (laughs) it's just with all the the media you only know it as milk equals calcium right but yeah there are alternatives and like you were saying there's many cultures that just don't drink milk and especially not as the main topic or as like you don't have the picture of a breakfast with a big glass of milk Mm -hmm. that you we do in like north american culture so i i don't think it's the be all end all else everyone would be drinking it I think that's about right. I think it's a little overhyped in terms of necessity. Yeah. Though I think it's totally fine if you enjoy the taste of it. Yeah. I'm like not going to judge you too hard on that. I enjoy chocolate milk. Normal milk by itself is kind of, eh, yeah. But it's just, I think that the alternatives have gotten so much better that taste alone I don't think is enough of a reason to... To stick to it if that's really the only thing going for it. I would agree. Yeah. So does that mean, in conclusion, do we like milk? I guess no. We do not like animal milk. No. Although I have to say we didn't explore other animals enough. True. Yeah. This is predominantly cow. 
yeah, if you, if you want to put an cow. asterisk on this, do we like it is mainly cow? Yeah. Do we like cow milk? No. No, not really. Not worth it. Yeah, exactly. There's just better alternatives out there. Yes. Sorry, cow milk. I mean, <laughs> sorry, cow milk, but uh, not sorry, cows. It's good for the cows to not be bred to be always pregnant and producing milk. True. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just squeeze the teeth of the pea and you're good to go. <laughs> sorry, 9%. Or, sorry to the, I guess, 91% of Europeans who love milk and can drink it <laughs> healthily. We are, uh, we're not taking your side. Nope. Even though Eric is one of you. What? Well, you're a European ancestry of some sort, I imagine. Yeah. And you can drink milk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. I guess so, if you want to put me in a box. <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty big box. Very big box. <laughs> You're uh, the the box of uh, people's whose ancestors. Uh, sucking like, teats. Yeah, we're, we're sucking cow titties. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. And on that note, <laughs> that wraps up this week's episode of Do We Like... Thank you, Robin, for the great debate. And thank you, Eric. And thanks to the audience for listening to another episode. <laughs> yes, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with another lightning round with a super-duper special guest. And so catch that next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can hear more Do We Like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave us a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Do We Like Podcast, or check out our website at DoWeLike.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius and Robin Lands. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network. 